will admit I like today's first reading uh, to contemplate on it. Poor uh, Hannah there, pouring our heart out before the Lord. And, and in Shiloh, which was uh, before the temple was built, was one of the main worship sites of uh, the people of Israel. It was not a, a pagan shrine. It was a very Jewish, very Hebrew. And yet she was praying in a manner not uh, uh, that people weren't, weren't really accustomed to. She was moving her lips, but she wasn't speaking it out loud. She was just simply there with God and, and pouring out her, out her heart. And then there's Eli. Oh, go home, woman, you're drunk. He makes this major assumption about her, and, and maybe you know this, but you know what happens when you make an assumption? You make a blank out of you and me. And I think there's a truth there with, with that, that uh, he, he comes off as arrogant and, and condescending and, and, and dismissive. And she, she, no, I'm not drunk. I'm, I'm sorrowful of heart. And she pours out her heart to her. And it, it has me, uh, I watched a little video on the 10, uh, it's like 10 missteps of Marvel or whatever, whatever the title was or whatever. And one of the missteps they named was uh, Black Widow Natasha Romanoff. Uh, was, you may not know, you get more history of the Black Widow than you want during the Mass, but she reveals at one point that they forcibly gave her a hysterectomy, that she's never going to be able to bear children, and she calls herself a monster. And they, they said, well, that was a misstep. But I think in the original sense of monster, uh, it's not somebody who goes around and does all these terrible things, but somebody who's not fully human, not fully, uh, not fully complete without the ability to bear children, or Hannah, with, uh, we, we don't know what's wrong, but for whatever reason, she's not able to, to bear children. She knows herself to be somehow less. Not that her identity is wrapped up in the ability to have children, although, because uh, we'll hear about what happens a few, a few years after poor Sam, Samuel is born. But she understands somehow she's less. And of course, those around her, especially her, her husband's other wife, we heard that yesterday, considered her less. She wanted that shame to be taken away. Maybe she made the assumption, too, that she ought to have a child. Well, God heard her, heard her plea, of course. We, we know this. But then we come to this gospel passage, and we have... We have this demon-possessed man who also makes an assumption, and it's right. You're the Holy One of God. What have you to do with us? And Jesus, of course, casting this demon out and telling him, be quiet, come out of him. And time and again, we hear that, especially in the Gospel of Mark. This, uh, we've heard it before, the term messianic secret, where Jesus, as the Messiah, keeps telling people, don't tell anyone. And part of, part of that, I think, was he didn't want people to come to know about him only through word of, uh, word of mouth, through, especially through others, but wanted people to experience him in himself, that they just simply don't make assumptions about who this Jesus is and that he could do this or that or whatever, because, you know, especially with the demons, I, and I'll make an assumption here, maybe he didn't want the demon to speak because demons are notorious liars. You know, that's reason alone, quiet, come out of him. For us, though, we know who this Jesus is. We, we know that he teaches with authority and with, uh, with this, 
this power about him. He does this because he is the Holy One of God. And he does this because he wants us to experience freedom and he wants us to experience him as he is. And that's what this ordinary time that we just entered uh, yesterday, well, actually the day before at evening prayer too, you know, liturgically speaking, is all about. It's about really coming to understand more deeply who is this Jesus? So while we ask during the Christmas season, what child is this? During the, during the ordinary time, we ask, and what difference does it make? Do we follow him? Do we listen to him? Do we allow him to heal us? And do we let go of all assumptions that we have of him and let him be God and us as creature 